Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. military response well we don't see it yet do we Iran has engaged in attack near the Jordan-Syria border. Three U.S. soldiers killed, more than 30 others wounded. However, these kinds of attacks are what John Kirby, National Security Coordinator, uh, the, the, the spokesman there, will tell us, you know, a traumatic brain injury, but nothing serious. Those were his words the other day. No words yet on this attack, which does not yet have a response, to which I have serious disagreement with those on the political right who are saying Biden's going to lead us to war. Kids, we're at war. When does the growing up begin? We're at war. I didn't ask for it. I didn't want it. It's here. Yes, Biden's weakness invites it. It is happening as we speak. How many more soldiers are you willing to have attacked before you respond? Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I will get into this coming up in just a little bit. Here in Indianapolis, just for the sake of clarity, it is all about the cars. And it needs to be understood that all of the caterwauling and the screaming and the nonsense about the blue line, holy cow, Senator Freeman is absolutely correct. All the threatening of business owners there in Irvington, which, you know, that's how it went down, right? None of this is about buses. None of this is about transportation. This is about taking cars off of the road. So the IBJ, the Indianapolis Business Journal, made it aware with a commentary, an opinion piece from Anna Gremling, executive director of the Indianapolis Metropolitan Planning Organization, who was quite clear, let's make traffic death accidents a thing of the past. You know, I've been talking about Vision Zero. Sure enough, they've been talking about Vision Zero. They have not only been talking about Vision Zero, they have brought it into the world of Indianapolis. This was adopted in August of 2022. I didn't hear about Vision Zero until this past month. Do you have any idea how hard progressives work to ensure you don't have, well, any fun whatsoever? But this is about not having mobility. You understand that electric cars is all a ruse. I like electric cars in that if you want one, I think you should be able to buy one. I think they can, if there's a marketplace for them, go get them. You do what you want. But the government wants them not so that somehow we have a better environment. It's so they can stop you from moving. It's always been about mobility. 
If you have the desire to end all traffic accidents, you have the desire to take all cars off the road. You have the desire to end mobility. And you have the desire to tell poor people they're not entitled to progress up. They have to take our transportation when we say it can be taken by claiming what? Well, it's the only safe way. We've got real problems in Indy. I will get to them. And the Super Bowl is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers, and nobody cares. Honestly, it's just going to... It's it's just going to be kind of... Meh. The Ravens gave us Lamar Jackson. The Lions are the Lions, and could not pull it out. So I guess go Brock Purdy? I guess that's the... I guess that's the way we do it. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that's all I got. I'm pretty sure that's all I've got. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Now we've got this breaking news. Three U.S. troops were killed and at least two dozen more injured in a drone attack on a small U.S. outpost in Jordan near the border with Syria and Iraq. This is the first time U.S. troops have been killed by enemy fire in the Middle East since the beginning of the war in Gaza, October 7th. It also marks a significant escalation of an already precarious situation in the Middle East. With all due respect to CNN there, this has been going on. U.S. troops have been attacked. We've been discussing it. Maybe we were the first people you you heard discussing it. The first to radio anywhere. Uh, The people of Iran, well, they're screwed. Uh, But the Ayatollahs, the mullahs, the clerics, they're at war with us. The only people who don't know that Iran is at war with us is the Biden administration. Iran is at war with us, or as many people told me on social media, oh, they know they just don't care, which I think is the cynical view, which would involve them having, you know, awareness uh, in general. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. There have been 159 attacks on U.S. forces since October 17th. This is in Iraq. This is in other areas. Well, Tony, see, the problem is that the U.S. is in all these areas. We should just pull out and then there'll be no problems. Uh, Be careful. You might get what you wish for. You might actually get it. You might actually get to see the world where there is no show of U.S. force and and a standard to the idea of peace and prosperity. You might see it, and then we'll see what happens. I just don't think that the people who are pushing for this idea understand actually what it brings. I am not interested in a war at all. When there is a war, I believe that war should be declared, and then I believe we should kill the enemy until there is nothing left. If a war is declared, 
I believe in killing everyone on the ground, burning down the schools, the churches, and the mosques, and leaving nothing left and no ability for the ground to grow food. If there is a war. Otherwise, I just believe in letting people alone. They may have a a, a horrific society. They may treat people terribly. I could be opposed to these things and discuss the idea of why these things are bad things. But it doesn't give me a reason to invade. It doesn't give me a reason to attack. It doesn't give me a reason to engage in some show of force. But when attacked... A response is necessary because when you're dealing with the Iranians, as you're dealing with um, a, a tremendous number of cultures in the Middle East, humility, calmness, these are not seen as virtues. These are seen as weakness that invite more attack. How many more troops do you want killed? And if you want them out, if you want them out, okay, we could see what happens next. I don't think it provides much value. One can argue this is all because we are in the area. Does one believe in allies or not? Because let's make the argument that we pull out of these areas. Does Israel get to then defend itself? Are we uh, an ally of Israel? Would we be there to help? And if you don't want to use Israel because somehow that creates too many emotions, well, pick your nation. Pick pick your country. Would you be there? Would, would you not be there? Uh, Donald Trump, in a speech that he gave over the weekend, was talking uh, about NATO. Ukraine's an interesting case. People always want to know my feeling. Number one... We're in for 200 billion plus, and the European nations are in for 20 billion, and it's more important for them, and don't you think they should equalize? Nobody asks them, it's like I did with NATO. I said, we're spending, we're we're paying for NATO, and we don't get so much out of it. And you know, I hate to tell you this about NATO. If we ever needed their help, let's say we were attacked, I don't believe they'd be there. I don't believe, I know the people. I know them. I can tell you country by country who would be there, and who, but I don't believe they'd be there. I got to admit, that's a pretty messed up thing to say. Considering on September 11th, uh, Article 5 was invoked, which said an attack on, it says an attack on one is an attack on all. So they have shown that they would be there. Now, the idea that people aren't paying what they're supposed to pay, well, that much I absolutely and wholeheartedly agree with. Trump did put that to them. They did start paying more. He was correct. Now, this is a different question about whether or not we should rely on NATO being there. We need to be as prepared as ever. But I don't know if it, if it helps you by, by saying, uh, I don't think NATO would help us. These are allies, right? Not allies? The UK wouldn't be there to help us? We're engaged in bombing raids with them on the Houthi rebels, which is very important and needs to become a much stronger bit of attack. Why? Because the navigable seas are at risk. 
So now that we know that the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden and name your area, the Gulf of Oman, the Straits of Hormuz, the Mediterranean writ large, the Indian Ocean, my goodness, let's just move over a little bit to the Yellow Sea and the, and the, and the South China Sea. If you don't have assets in the area, how are you going to protect the seas? That's not our problem. Goods getting from point A to point B, the idea of trade, not our problem. My argument with with my people on the political right is that there is such a focus on not being involved. No one ever asks what the involvement actually gets us. That should be the fundamental question. What does it get us? If you tell me, well, it gets me a launching pad to be able to deal with those who are keeping me from free trade, I'm in. That makes me a warmonger? Kiss off. Iran is at war with us. Through the Houthi rebels, through Hamas, which still holds Americans hostage right now, over 100 days after October 7th, where they murdered 1,200 people and set babies on fire. And this Biden administration does nothing. Which is weird because that's what some of the Trump supporters want to happen. Guys, if you're not going to be the power, somebody else is going to try and be the power. Just stating it as it is. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I missed that the IUPUI uh, Hamas supporters had a protest on the circle this weekend. They demand a ceasefire. Talk to Hamas. What are you? What are you? What are you even protesting at this stage of the game? Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. Israel offered a two-month ceasefire to get hostages. Remember, they still have children. No, no protest about that. Hamas said no. So start demanding that this terrorist organization engage a ceasefire. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry, we calling it IU Indy now? Did I call it IUP? What is what do what are you actually offering up here? What is your argument? Good God. When you start calling for Hamas to engage the ceasefire, man, things are going to get better. Much, much better. But you don't do that, do you? <laughs> and you have an issue with the anti-Semitism bill? Yeah, we get it. We, 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 sure. Okay. Lord forbid there's a definition. Now, I was opposed to the legislation. I didn't think it was, uh, I, I think it's a slippery slope to hate crimes legislation, which, of course, I oppose. But words have meaning, so I don't mind a definition per se. What you mind is a recognition that Jews exist. So can we, can we at least be honest about where you're at so we can all move the conversation from there? You won't even call out Hamas. 
This is who you are. I'm, it wasn't even the thing I'm getting into. It was just uh, uh, producer Carl sent me the story. I was like, oh, look at that. Precious. Precious, they claim to want a ceasefire, but when a ceasefire is offered and not accepted, they don't even blame the people who don't accept the ceasefire. That's just <sighs> something else. Uh, CNN is a big, hot mess. CNN getting punched around in ratings in the prime time. Just getting hammered. Not only losing in the ratings game in the prime time to the History Channel, but losing to networks that play like old westerns. That's, it's called INSP, which I guess uh, somebody tried to spell ESPN and they got it all sorts of messed up. Um, That is ranking above uh, CNN. Maybe CNN should look for programming that is interesting, actually discusses something. You see, their problem is is that Fox has got you on the right and uh, MSNBC has got you on the anti-Semitic left. Uh, So so really, uh, what's a kid to do? My advice would be to be interesting. Nope, not interested. Well, when you are, yeah, call me. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yeah, the challenge that Senator Cruz has and a bunch of other folks is they're still waiting to be able to read the bill on this. And this has been our great challenge of being able to fight through the final words to be able to get the bill text out so people can hear it. Right now, there's Internet rumors is all that people are running on. It would be absolutely absurd for me to agree to 5,000 people a day. This bill focuses on getting us to zero illegal crossings a day. There's no amnesty. It increases the number of Border Patrol agents, it increases asylum officers, it increases detention beds so we can quickly detain and then deport individuals. It ends catch and release. It focuses on additional deportation flights out. I want to read it first, Senator Langford. I don't think you're a bad guy, and I'm not so sure that the Oklahoma Republican Party is doing the right thing by condemning you for engaging in these talks about this Senate deal, potential Senate deal on the border. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. But I'm not so sure you have it correct. I understand you're one of the lead negotiators. But can we take a just a just a, a, a listen, just a moment to what it is that you're saying about this deal? This idea that it would have a number of people crossing. into the country before we could start saying no 
before we can start sending people back, it, you, it would then kick in this number? Is it 5,000? Is it 4,000? Depends on who you ask because, again, haven't seen the legislation. And anything that is tied to Ukraine funding is a bad deal. Ukraine funding happens after. Ukraine funding happens later. Separate from anything involving the border. So if you tell me that what I'm discussing is based on internet rumors, okay, I'm going to read it first before we get into this. I'm not taking words for it. I'm also not going to listen to the president when he says, pass this bill and I can shut down the border and I will. Uh, Joe Biden actually said this. Get this legislation passed and I will use it to shut down the border to get control of the border. Uh, That's how you know it's an election year, kids. You know it's an election year because the political left is talking about the border. It's been three and a half years of talking about the border, discussing the issues. Where is Joe Biden? Where is Kamala Harris? You know, she's uh, she's the border czar. Don't you know, she she was going to look into root causes of the border uh, issues and and get to some solutions. <laughs> She's done a heck of a job in solving that problem. Name me one. Well, I don't know if I can answer. I'm not I'm not so sure. Uh, we'll just leave it. Whew. I, I think it's time for your nap. I think it's time. Uh, maybe some ice cream after that. I had no promises. Now make sure you do all your homework. The president can shut down the border anytime the president chooses. Doesn't need this legislation to do it. That's a lie. Flat out lying. Now, Senator Lankford, you want me to believe in some legislation that I haven't even read yet, where the president is saying he needs that to shut down the border? You... Already, I'm in the, this ain't going to work, camp. It's already too political. It just, it just is. But I'll read the thing. But anything that is tied to Ukraine funding can't work. Now, of course, President Trump has jumped into this. Everybody's going to jump into this. We don't need a new bill. We need to we enforce what we already have on the books. There's, there's a fair argument in that. Where is the enforcement? And where is the recognition that the Biden administration came in? They said, the, this is broken. Trump broke this. Trump broke that. We're changing it all. And where is the admission that what they did didn't work? And some of these Trump era policies did work. Where's the admission that Border Patrol said we should build a wall? So we're going to build a wall, which is really a fence, because that's what they want. They don't actually want a wall. They want to be able to see through. They want to be able to see what's happening so they can engage in action. I've got more on the border. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. We've been talking about the border more than anybody, discussing the fact that we're at war with Iran because Iran is at war with us. This isn't because we're smarter. We're just more willing to be honest about what it is we're seeing and experiencing and say so. Just like when we talk about Indianapolis and what's going on uh, in, in, in Irvington and with the blue line, 
This is about getting cars off the road. They don't want the cars. This has nothing to do with buses. This has zero to do with buses and and offering up transportation. Zero. And business owners, you better gear up. Because when you teach these commies, (laughs) these progressives, these democratic socialists, as if that's a thing, that you'll acquiesce under their pressure, just teaches them to provide more pressure by any means necessary, by the way. An ideologue, a rabid ideologue, is going to do rabid ideologue things. That brings us to Ilhan Omar. Holy crap, the Ilhan Omar story. A speech that she is giving where she discusses Now, she's doing all this in, in a, in a uh, remember, she's from Somalia, so she's doing all this in a different language. She is discussing, as has been translated numerous times, that she is some, uh, for Somalia first, she's a Muslim second, and that the, the, that people who are from Somalia in the U.S. can force the U.S. to change policy on Somalia so those Ethiopians get nothing. It's nuts! First, you want to question where her quote-unquote loyalty is. She brought it up, not me. And secondly, the bigotry. You thought she just hated Jews. Ha, 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 ha. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Woo. You got to hear it. We'll put it up at TonyCats.com. 